Ever since I was a little kid, I've wanted this. You don't know. <laughs> My brother's sitting there, he says, thank God we don't have to listen anymore. You can do it now. I want to thank everybody who makes movies. I come from New York. As a little kid, I lived in the projects. And you're the people I watched. You're the people who wanted, made me want to be an actor. I'm so proud to be here. I'm proud to be an actor. And I'm going to keep on acting. And thank you so much. Yes. Come on, Whoopi. Yes. <laughs> that was 30 years ago. That's crazy. 30, yeah, 30 years ago, back in the 90s. Uh, give, us, give us a preview of your of your acceptance speech. Okay. First you off. just won. Okay. Okay, wait. Excitement. So what did I win for? Whatever. Uh, best supporting. Um, oh, so I can't be lead? Wow, Nene. You don't have wow. it. You don't have it. Okay. Um, okay. Gosh. Oh my gosh. There's so many people I want to thank right now. I don't even know where to start. Ah. Okay. First, mom and dad, thank you so much for always supporting me um, and always letting me go out and do these wild, crazy, fantastical things for a career. Um, I want to thank my manager. I want to thank my agent. I want to thank my um, um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who? Hold on. I'm not done yet. Not done. Um, I want to thank do, do, my do, friends do, for supporting me for do, all those days do, I was on the couch and sleeping in the living rooms thank you all for seeing my vision and seeing my bigger hope i love you all i know i'm forgetting someone but thank you thank you thank you thank you so much this is amazing thank you guys <laughs> did you just turn the music yes. up on me <laughs> like get off we all get the same amount of time and then you if you up I'm here unprepared that's you i'm gonna do like what's the name is said no y'all are not playing me off Cut okay. the music because I'm gonna get out what I need Cut to say. Cut the music. Cut the music. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we're talking. Obviously, if you haven't known, we're talking about the Oscars. Which we're was last our, night. Yes, we're gonna give our Oscar predictions on who we thought would win. Um, right. Because we're recording this the Friday before, so we're recording we this seen six them months yet. before. <laughs> right. Uh, what else are we talking about? We have a lot to talk about. We're talking about Lil Nas X today. We're talking, oh, yeah. of course. I mean. He's always on the docket. We're talking about your good girlfriend, Caitlyn Jenner. We're talking about yeah. <laughs> um, Stacey Abrams. And we'll have more on Whoopi Goldberg, too. Yeah, so lots to discuss. Let's get into it. Play the track. Oscar speech on the there. fly. That I don't know there. what you're talking about. That wasn't that that wasn't gonna be you that's not gonna be replayed. Like we just replayed Whoopi's Oscar speech. That's not gonna be replayed. <laughs> well, and at you know, all. that's okay. But I feel like on the fly, obviously I would be more prepared if I was going to the Oscars. Right. So, you know, I would have jotted down some notes and stuff this like is that. Totally but... unexpected. Right. right. <laughs> Anyways, what's going on, everybody? Hey, everyone. It's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele, and you're listening to Cold Pop. Yes. Uh, so. Let's talk about it. What have you been up to? Um, this week has been actually super crazy busy for me. Um, but it's been a good week. And I am looking on to greener pastures. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Cause I guess officially today is your last day. It's my last day. <laughs> so really excited about that. Nice, nice, nice. Um, are we- What's been going on? What? Are we still waiting to say where you're going? Oh, I don't tell these people where I work. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, you have in the past. No, I don't, no. <laughs> I, don't even, I won't even give my man's name on this show. No, there's no it's way. That, I don't like y'all like that. <laughs> no, I love them. I just don't. No, 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 no. I don't, don't like y'all like that. I gotta save some stuff for me, and I don't want anybody sending cold pops to um, to the office. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Uh, I've been fine. I've been, you know, dealing with life per usual. 
This is about all I Dealing can with say. life per use. That's Dealing all I can with say. life. Mm-hmm. Or waiting I... for life. I love that. You know that song, Waiting for Life? I sing a little bit. It's um, from the uh, once. It's from Once on the Silent. Okay. Um, I'll remember what you sing it then. Oh, gosh. I can't. And you don't remember. No, I, I know the song, um, oh. Waiting for Life to Begin. But what's the melody? Waiting for life to begin. Waiting for life to begin it's t-moon's song oh that she yeah, sings. yeah yeah okay i do remember that can we talk about how i learned that whole show in two days i mean yes let's talk about it professional okay good Theater that, that professional. Was good. uh but yeah that's about it uh what have you been watching this week I really haven't been watching anything, to be honest with you. It's just been a crazy week. Once again, there's just like so much going on. Mm-hmm. We're now getting kind of like the backlash of like the, the, well, not backlash, but kind of like the remnants of the whole Dante Wright situation, yeah. Micaiah Bryant's yeah. situation. G-Shock passed away yeah. this week, which is like crazy from like uh, G-Shock from who pro- everyone probably knows, the Humpty Hump. Um, digital underground yeah digital underground the humpty dance um how old was he he was only in his 50s like 57 yeah he wasn't even 60 that's crazy um and so it's just once again it's like super crazy terrence clark who is uh who plays basketball for uk Mm -hmm. died in a car accident this week like age of 19 like so it's just it's actually been a lot going on and i really haven't been spending a lot of time in front of the television, yeah. Outside of watching kind of coverage on these, mm-hmm. you know, on this whole situation, so we did manage to watch the circle. We did watch the circle. Yes. Uh, thoughts so far? Um, or a, a little bit. Who's your favorites and who's your least favorites? We're on episode. Oh, so BT Dubs. We're on episode six. We haven't started episode six, but we're on episode six. So I really do like the new girl cat. I did too. I think she's like actually like pretty the dope and I'm gonna player. like her. She's a um pro volleyball player. And she gets voted off next. She's like, I really hope not. <laughs> I really do like her a lot. Um I am actually funny or not, I'm a fan of Tara Alicia. Oh really? Which I know some people are not. Okay. I don't um, dislike Tara Alicia. I do like her. I like I like her vibe. Um, I really like Courtney. I got to stick up with my good girlfriend. Courtney, uh, I like Courtney. I think Courtney is cool. Where Courtney is right now, currently in the game, He's I hope a this. Salty. I hope this doesn't bite him. Right. Um, I hope this doesn't mess him up later on. He's kind of he's. I think Courtney's playing a very good game. He's being so very far, strategic. Yeah. But and so is Tara Alicia. Tara Alicia is what for is, sure. Clearly, um, I think Courtney has. Courtney's strategy has been able to place him in some different places and give him some different um, advantages. I'll just say that some without extra giving access. too much. Yeah, some. I'll just say some giving him some advantages, and so I commend him on playing a really good game. Um, I just hope it doesn't go back to bite him in the butt. I, yeah. I kind of saw. It's so it's so funny sometimes with the queer characters um, that they're like loved by all, loved by everybody, but. Mm. One thing that I've seen from the circles that being loved by everyone doesn't get you to the end. Right. Um, and so I am I'm happy for him. I love him. I love River. Um, who I need to go immediately is Lance. Can we talk about how no one believes that it's actually Lance? Like why? Like, like why are we? Why is we this even a conversation? Yeah. Like no one believes go. that that's actually Lance Bass, and that's the funny part. Like please, like get out of here. And so the gag would have been to actually have Lance on the show and not his secretary. So just like get out, like or assistant. We don't. Whatever. We don't. We don't need you. Yeah, I think she could go, and I also think um, you know who else I'm also kind of over that I want to go. I want Emily to go. Oh, no. I think Emily will stay around. He's been playing the fence because an of awful the, lot. Yeah, I think that Emily's going to stay around for a little while because he's really rocking out with... Um, Chloe and... Chloe, but now even the new... Uh, the, what's some, his name? Yeah, the new people. Know. So It was Kat and... 
Uh, I don't remember the guy. I want to call name. him Shannon, but I know that's not his yeah, name. Yeah, it does but, start with an S. But um, but yeah, like I think that I, yeah, I think Emily will be around for a little while, a little while longer. I guess we'll see and watch people who've already seen some figures that probably know more than we do. If we can right just get now. Lance out of here, guys, I'll be really happy with that. <laughs> that's it. She's not doing anything. Uh, okay, so do we want to take a break or do we want to go on and go to Wu Chow? Let's take a quick break. Yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our popular segment. Pay some bills. That we like to call Woo Chow. We'll be right back. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. So what is it that you're trying to say? (laughs) Whether you're making a major announcement, branding or rebranding for your next business move, or capturing a special once in a lifetime moment. Let Jay Holloway Photography give life and artistry to your words. Come on, y'all better give us some life, Jay Holloway. Trust the professional and creative visionary behind the lens. All photo shoots come complete fully edited photos, digital copies, as well as in-studio options that are available. So what do you need to do right now? You need to visit jhollowayphotography.com today to book your next session. Yep, that's J-H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y photography.com. Get to it, girl. Alrighty, welcome back. Uh, it is time for our what do we call it? The popular segment. This is our beloved segment. Beloved, known as Woo Chow. These are the top moments in pop culture. The things this past week that made us say Woo Chow. Um, can you I go, go first? first? Yes, you okay, go first. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, I want to talk about. The first thing I'm going to talk about this week is a a couple down in Florida. You always got to love Florida um, and the people there. Um, but a couple that was just trying to get married, okay? Okay. And apparently had some wedding bell blues uh, this past this past weekend. So Florida couple Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones, okay, invited a. Um, a group of their closest family and friends for a two-day wedding celebration at this gorgeous mansion um, in Southwest Ranches, Florida. Beautiful place, beautiful property. Um, and this is as it's being reported by NBC News. Uh, but just a beautiful weekend. Um, to give you a little background on Courtney and Shanita, they came together 30 years later after their initial meeting oh, was wow. kind of like a divine intervention and now they're finding they're finally finding their happiness. Okay. Um and so they have invited everyone, all of these beautiful people are there dressed in their best and their Givenchy and their Versace <laughs> and they are at the mansion of the, the owner of the mansion is actually Nathan Finkel. Um, and the couple is there as well as all of the family and friends. Who and is Nathan Finkel? Nathan Finkel is the owner of the mansion. So not necessarily oh, so a big... so not a, a, a name. Just no, not like really person. a big name. Just okay. someone who's done really well and has a really gotcha. amazing place okay. um, in Florida. And so um, at said point where Nathan sees this bride and groom as well as all of their family and friends approaching the property, he calls the police. <gasps> and no. says... Excuse me, I think I have some people trespassing on my property. What? Um, at which point, at which point we're all kind of like, I'm actually talking like I was there. I was not there. <laughs> but at which point, um, he's like, hey, this is what's going on. I have these people at my property who are saying they are here for a wedding. Um, and this is the quote that took me out. They say they are having a wedding here, and it is God's message. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. All I want is for this to stop. What? Courtney and Shanita decided to throw a shotgun wedding at a mansion property that they did not know was being occupied. What? Yes. And so, (laughs) um, the police got there and asked the couple and their guests to please leave the property immediately and not to come back. And the couple, of course, agreed. But come to find out... 
Wilson, Courtney Wilson, the groom, had mm-hmm. visited the estate earlier in the uh, earlier in the year as a part of an open house because Nathan uh-huh. Finkel actually is selling the property. Right. But he he visited as at an open house and thought that this would be a great location for the wedding. Courtney was just unaware that people actually lived here what? at the property. Okay. <laughs> oh. <sighs> so he just figured it was a vacant house and didn't realize that somebody would be home. He had no idea, um, and that he knows the shock that he must have caused um, to to Mr. Finkel when he saw the entire group um, at the gate of of his estate. So, at what point do you stop playing these yeah, games? Yeah, I'm just. I, at what point do you think that you can just show up to a random mansion and put on a full ass wedding? At this point, and like I was okay. This is the first thing because I didn't. You know, I was immediately looking for the age of the bride and groom. And that's but what then I was it was like thirty. It doesn't give the age, but what we know is that. They met 30 years before. So that means they're at least... They're grown. Yeah, at least 30. They are grown. What makes you think that you can... (laughs) And got the nerve to have it on an invitation. Do you know how embarrassed I would be if I was a guest? Do you know how mad I'd probably be if I was a guest? But then to come and say, this is God's message that we are having this wedding here today. No. Don't put God in it, baby. (laughs) No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. No. Because that's where you're wrong. Yeah. Um, oh I just could not imagine for a two-day wedding event. It was supposed to be for Saturday and Sunday. At a okay? random mansion. Yeah. And so it was supposed to be the wedding on Saturday, and they were going to do the reception there. As This is reported by the invitation. They were going to do the wedding on Saturday, do the reception there as well until midnight, and then host us. And plan to host a Sunday brunch. How did they not think they were going to get caught? On the afternoon. I'm not sure. Like, I'm so if, if confused. If it's an empty mansion, that means people have got to be going to I'll look put the at clip it. In the, I put the clip in our um, spreadsheet. Okay. So look at, when you look at this property, it's like, okay, maybe they thought that they could just be in one part of the property and not necessarily be seen or, because it is, and I mean, this place is huge. I get that. But like, come on, who on the wedding party was like, wait up, cuz, like, I don't know if this is the best idea. It is a big house. It's huge. But, but like, still, that's still no, no, I mean, you would, like, you would know if someone was in the building, though, hosting a wedding, and then a, a, a planned brunch afterwards. This is crazy. I would be super embarrassed if I was, like, one of the guests. But yeah, but basically, um, he was up there. He went to an open house and was like, "Oh, got all the information." Was like, "Oh, this he is the address." Them. Basically, scouted it and was like, "Yeah, we'll be able to use this. Yeah. We can definitely." He scouted. Yeah. Them. Now, one of the things that I will say is that Wilson. This is what this is what really adds the insult to injury, because Wilson did reach out to Nathan Finkel, the owner of the property, mm-hmm. shortly after that um, open house, and was like. Oh, do you guys do weddings? Would people be able to use, you know, the backyard for a wedding or whatever like that? And Finkel was like, absolutely not. Like, no, we just don't do that. And then he did it anyway. He said, I'm going to just do it anyway. Ain't going to try to do it. Well, hey, yeah. baby, look at it and get arrested. Yeah. So it Ooh, was just child. definitely a woo child moment this week. I was just, I Jesus. was perplexed. <laughs> Come on, people. We got to do better. Jesus. All right. What do you have? Um, The only thing I have is just a quick uh, recap of what we all know to be true that happened last week with the conviction of Derek Chauvin uh, for of the murder of George Floyd. I know we were all on bated breath and just... Not really sure of what was going to happen in this, but I just wanted to read over this really quickly just so um, in case anyone doesn't know, I think it's happened last Tuesday. Uh, Derek Chauvin Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts. Uh, The first count was second degree murder, unintentional killing while committing a felony. Count two was third degree murder, perpetrating an imminently dangerous act and inventing a depraved mind, and then count three was second-degree manslaughter, which was culpable negligence, creating unreasonable risk. Wow. Um, and he was found guilty on all three, and then I think within the next six to seven weeks now, uh, the sentencing will begin. And from what I'm reading, it sounds like he could face up to 40 years in prison, 
but I guess we won't really know until Jesus. the sentencing begins, the sentencing phase begins. So I so just wanted to throw that in there. This was one of the things that I did watch on camera. Yeah, I mean, on TV. I watched this. <laughs> I watched yeah. this on TV this week, and um, it was a sigh of relief. I did let out a sigh of relief. Yeah, me too. Because, once again, I mean, we've seen this story before, mm-hmm. and we've seen how it played out. I am thankful and grateful to the jury who decided that we're going to hold this man accountable. Um, Let's just not forget that, again, you know, nothing can replace George Floyd's life. Nothing. Uh, but, nothing. I mean, this is definitely a, a pivot in the right direction yeah. towards, I guess, justice and equality for all BIPOC people. Certainly. So. so. Okay, that's all I have. Uh, you got anything else? Oh, uh, you, look, I could go all day. Come on, give me something else. <laughs> Let's end this on a good note. Uh, I don't know if this is okay. going to be a good note. I, <laughs> I was like, uh, I just saw. I don't know if this is going to be a good uh, note. But what I will say is that I'm going to end this out on a on a on, on a, a note. note. <laughs> on a note for sure. Note. Um, and so uh. the um, wait, how, I, I want to make sure that I'm getting this please, right. Please, everybody, the compassionate disruptor. Who you know as Caitlyn Jenner is all in. California is worth fighting for, and Caitlyn for California is coming to you. That's right. Everybody's favorite Olympian, Caitlyn Jenner, has filed paperwork to begin her run for governor of California. Caitlyn for California is a thing. Do you know when Get you ready. when you told me you said the conversation we had earlier when we were briefing? I, yeah, because I was briefing you on this, and I said, "Oh yeah, I want to talk about Caitlyn's run for governor." And, and your I, response was, "At first I said Caitlyn who?" <laughs> yeah, I was like Caitlyn Jenner, and I was like, "Okay," and then I said, "Governor of what?" Right, I'm like, "Governor, <laughs> what do you mean, governor of what?" I what I meant was yeah, like governor. I was confused, but I thought you meant like. Like an organization or something, baby. Like no, that. no, no, no. She is coming for Gavin Newsom's crown, honey. She wants to. She wants to seat on the throne of uh, of California, and so she's How like. How do you feel about this? I mean, what, 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 in what world could this? And like, you have to go look. I want you to go look at the materials. I'm going to put the link in there for you to go look because I want you to look at like the initial statement. Where she's like, I'm a, she's like, I'm a compassionate disruptor. I've, I've been so throughout my entire life representing the U.S. and gold medal Olympics and helping advance the movement for equality. I said, whoop. I said, let's wait. Let's, let's get it together before you try to read. Yeah. Uh. Um. But she is a proven winner and the only outsider who can put an end to Gavin Newsom's disastrous time as governor. Um, I have no clue what to think about this. I don't know if this is another reality show coming up because we know that this family and all of people associated around it will, I mean, have no shame. I don't know if this is like part two of I Am Caitlyn. This is just for the season. I'm not sure exactly. (laughs) I'm not sure what this is, but people on the team of Caitlyn Jenner, let's figure out how we can maybe find something else. Maybe Alderman. How about, what about, could we, could, Caitlyn, could you run for school board? Let's start there. Let's Let's run for school board. Um, And then from that, let's see what we want to do. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't ever, ever, ever need another celebrity being a politician or president or any of those things, like just cut the cameras. Is it that she was? Is it that she was like, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger did it, so I can do Donald it. Donald Trump did it, so I Donald can do Trump it. do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. Ronald Reagan did it, so I can do it. I don't need any more celebrities. What I need are well-informed, active, motivated activists slash politicians or leaders. I'll just say leaders. Uh, Stepping up for the, these positions. I don't need any more celebrities doing that. 
Well, as as of right now, this is this is happening. So get ready. We'll see. Now, I will say this: Caitlyn might uh, pull out. California can prove me wrong. Caitlyn yeah. might pull out. She is. I, I mean, now she is like the fourth Republican to announce their right. candidacy for for this uh, for the role of governor. And so, who knows what will happen? Um, she. She is the biggest name. Didn't um, Stacey Dash run for something in California? Child, I don't even know. And don't even bring that name up <laughs> in my presence. I can't. Please I'm do not. I'm pretty sure she ran for something in California. But I don't think it was governor. I think it was uh, it was something else. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm not sure. Up. I'm going to look this up. I mean, break. this definitely is a Wu Chow moment on so many Woo levels. Chow. Just because Kaylin is so problematic, as we have seen throughout... I mean, now multiple, multiple appearances, multiple interviews of people, um, and I think a vote. For, I think a vote for Caitlyn is definitely a vote in the wrong direction. I don't even live in the state of California, but baby, let's figure out. Let's get a let's Caitlyn. Let's do the school board. I really, yeah, I think that that's where lower the children are. The children are the future, and let's start there. I think that that's where we could start our impact, Caitlyn. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I want her on the school board. It's a no for me, just all around. But I'm not even giving it a yes or a no. I'm giving it just a woo child. Woo child. That's what I'm giving. <laughs> woo child. Woo child. So. Oh my gosh. All right, well, let's take a break. Okay, yes. And then I want to come back and I want to talk about something. Okay. That's okay. Okay. Something <laughs> on my heart. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. We are back, and it is time for our spill segment. Can I just say, I did look up Stacey Dash. Child, what? She ran for Congress of the 44th okay. District as a representative. And lost. Well, she she, she was only in the running for about a month. Got until it. she dropped out. And lost, so did not win. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And we are moving right along. So it is time for our spill segment. Okay, okay. Here at Cold Pop. Yes. Um, and today we are talking about the business of being gay. Let's talk about In it. In the music industry specifically today. Okay. Because I feel like it could go to a lot of places, but I want to talk about right. specifically in the music industry because it's relevant for this week. Okay. Um, so earlier this week, Lil Nas X took to Twitter um, because he was receiving some critiques about... Backlash. And some backlash about Negative. him relying so much on the gay part of his identity um, to make it... And that is... Basically saying that that is why he is successful because he has capitalized on just being a gay artist and that's the only reason why he has been able to obtain this much success. Okay. Um, so number one, can, am I allowed to interject? Well, let's hear what Not, Lil Nas X had to say first. Okay, because I got something to and say. And then he was like, so Lil Nas X responded back to the haters on Twitter saying, y'all love saying I'm being gay for success, but can't name five successful gay male artists in the last 10 years to save your life. Point made. Which was, yeah, for me, uh, I opened, I was like, whoa. And we didn't say statement. name uh, just gay artists. We said successful, successful gay artists. Right, which I mean kind of brings into the whole thing of define success and all of those Do things. Do you have a number but, one on the Billboard Hot 100? That seems like success to me. For sure. If you don't have a number one on the Billboard Hot 100. I would quantify that as a success. I don't think that that's necessarily so, successful so yeah, in the music I, industry. I would agree. Um, so... Well, Next topic. No, <laughs> I think well, case no. Closed. Well, no. This is the thing. So this is so for me because I'm not the first person to, um, I'm not the first person to have these thoughts. A little bit about men. We've had these conversations about men in the music industry. Yeah, and about whether or not being gay is a um, hindrance or is it or is it a boost. Um, because I feel like that there have been people who have used it differently right. over the years. Absolutely. Um, but when he was like name, he was like name five. I was like, dang, I can't name one besides him. 
I can, so, I mean, there are, so, like, Sam Smith, clearly. Yeah, okay. Right, like, that okay. is somebody who is out Sam. right now that is, like, definitely yes. successful yes. and making things. But there is yes. not a lot. And when you go down to black, gay, black and gay, I mean, it's slim pickings. Where's the once dust? Once you get there. The dust. Um, tumbleweed. <laughs> you know, I, and, you know, people will always be quick to say, oh, well, what about Frank Ocean? What about uh so and so and it's just mm-hmm. like mm, yes but successful well successful and i think frank ocean has has obtained some level of success okay um i think he's kind of built a i feel like he's built a presence in the industry of not necessarily being the person that is like reliable no i'm not when I was his last album or art, i didn't say or, that Work. I was saying I did not say that the views of Marcus Still of Marcus Drew Still are his views I mean, I'm and his alone. No, this is a legit They're question. They're not affiliated when with Cold Pop. When was the last time he's released music? So I'm not. I'm, and you know what? I really don't know. That's a legit question. I couldn't. I really couldn't tell you that. Oh, because I don't. But what know. I'm saying is, is that I feel like he has established himself as a presence he's in the music industry. Name. Absolutely. And yes, he's definitely built himself. Um, of having a reputation There's a lot of, of being I a mean, really hell, great. Hell, excuse my language. Todrick Hall has built a name for himself, like in I guess music, but I don't. But I in a different arena than Frank Ocean has. Don't start oh, comparing oh, Frank and oh, Todrick in okay. the same. That, yeah, don't start I'm not, them I'm not the trying same. to compare the two or say that they're similar. I'm just saying, like, are we talking about gay artists who we know of, or are we talking about successful gay artists? Well, this is the thing too. Like, I feel like you know, is it. Does an artist have to be out and pr- like out saying I'm gay and doing sliding down the stripper pole, giving Satan lap dances in order to be considered a gay artist? Like, lest we forget, <laughs> Little Nas X got number one before he even came out. That's so true. He was not That's a very gay true. Artist, so he's been able to do both now as a gay artist as yep. well. I mean, as an out gay artist because yep. he was always gay um, and got a second number one like. Very Where's true. the excuse? Very. He's done both. So I clearly he's not leaning on being gay to be successful because he was successful before you even knew he was gay. Now, do you feel like that there are some people out there that have used the gay thing to elevate? Todrick Hall. Case in point. Okay. Absolutely. I think hmm. Sam Smith has stepped into that arena. Uh, Kehlani, she just came out as being okay. Lesbian. Well, okay. I'm glad you said that. And she's, you know, built a name for herself. I'm glad you said that because there is some... Do you feel like that there is a double standard for women in Absolutely. the industry? Absolutely. Where it's like, yeah, like... Because to me, the game has not changed that much. I think Lil Nas X has definitely been able to kind of flip the game, like the whole music industry on its head of being this like super out gay artisans. Like, no, y'all are going to get this content and I'm going to give you this content. I'm going to be dressing up as Nicki Minaj. I'm going to be wearing lipstick, wigs, all of it. Get ready. Right. And I feel like that it's, I think gay men in the music industry have had to be so careful about towing a line, especially if they say that they're going to be out mm-hmm. of just how much to push, how like what kind of expressions can I do? You can be gay, but you can't be flamboyant. Right. You, you can, can be, be gay, but don't be feminine. Don't be too feminine. I totally agree with because that. Because you still have to have uh, sex appeal yep. for women. You I know? totally agree Those with that. Those are all conversations. And I'm if you sure. go back far, if you go back farther and farther and farther, there's like. I mean, you can think about like Elton John. You can think about George Michael, um, Little Richard, Little Richard, Luther Vandross. Wait now, <laughs> let's, let's Wait, if we're really up. gonna get into it. Let's get no, into it. No, 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 no. Now let's get into. Come on, what you got to say? Because Luther well, Vandross. Uh, okay, so that's something that's different. Is, I feel like because Luther Vandross is someone who wasn't necessarily out, out. but you. So you're going to sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and say anything. Beyonce's on Beyonce's cold cold pop podcast and tell me that because I was a huge fan of Luther, but I always knew he was. I am clearly a huge fan of Luther. But I definitely always knew he was one of the girls. Okay, but that wasn't. Did you? Yeah, I did know that, but that was not something. But that wasn't something that he was putting out there. And he never came out and said anything about that. We've heard all of these stories now from other artists who have interacted with him. But like, I think you just, 
like Billy Eichner clocked. Yeah. <laughs> like you just Certainly. know. Speaking of, quick side note: if you have not heard the um, Don Robinson, oh yeah, of, of In Vogue talking about her experience yeah. touring with um, of In Vogue touring with Luther Vandross, it is a key. The, Please go and listen to it. The gag that got me is when she was going to get the boots and they said that Luther bought a pair just he like that. He was like, yeah, do y'all have them in men's size, the Versace boots with the uh, buckles? With the buckles all the way up the he thigh. He was like, and do y'all have those in my size? And she That's was like, what? That's what gags me. What you, ha- what you didn't hear, though, is when Luther was like, Luther sat across from M. Vogue and was like, he was like, Y'all think y'all girl group? I'm, I'm a, a girl, girl group. group. I saw that part. I'm a girl group. I'm a girl so, group. I don't know what y'all like. But no lies detected. Luther was that girl. But I mean, <laughs> you know, I feel like for him, it, it's very different. Right. And, and, and like, okay. let's be honest, it was just a different time when yeah. he was when he was coming up and when he was, you know, super popular. But now in today's age, I do feel like. There are certain people who may have utilized the gay card to kind of elevate them or kind of give them a little bit more shine or presence. But I don't think Little Nas X is one of them. No. I don't think that he's one of them. He's been able either. to do, like you said, I think you make it a really good point where he's been able to do it both. Like before he came out, he he was make he had a number one, and then afterwards, like it's about. Growing as an artist and you know, kind of People showing evolve that, and yeah, you show that evolution and that vulnerability is yeah. like huge. And so, I don't think that he's one that is utilizing parts of his identity to kind of um, elevate himself. So then, tell me what you think about number one because Billy Porter spoke on this when he mm-hmm. was a younger artist. He had a very hard time oh, being yeah. a gay artist and essentially had to give it up and find a new way. I don't way think that in. they know how to market. Gay men. I don't think. I don't think anyone has sold, has completely, you know, cracked the code on how to market right. out gay men. What about Jesse Smollett? Um, I don't really have anything to say about that. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what you. I, I mean, he I was mean, someone he's that a was gay artist. He was someone that was, you know, kind of. Kind of breaking Getting that ceiling and kind of doing some things. The yeah. Vampire. yeah. Yep, for sure. So, um, and, but not anymore. So then tell me this then, if we're going to do that, I feel like you have to do a flip side. Can you name an artist who uses their gayness to be scandalous and try to get that notoriety and not necessarily? I, I, I guess the question comes to do you know of any gay artists or artists who just happen to be gay? Let's put it like that. And the difference. Is there a difference? Um, hmm. I think that there are... What about Adam Lambert? Yeah, I was going to say, so like Adam, but even now, I think it's become so, for me, Marcus, it's become so kind of like, gray area right because of like all of the androgyny and the fluidity like you know sometimes like i'll see like you know people like jaden smith and tyler the creator like flirting back and forth and like doing stuff and it's just like what what is this Mm -hmm. talk to me about what this is like (laughs) is this something like are we queer baiting like because i do feel like that that is a thing i do feel like that that queer baiting is a thing in the male um in the male music industry. And in several male industries. So I would say, yeah, there are some men. I would like those two for, are one. I have went back and forth about whether, you know, Frank Ocean did that as a, as a call to, you know, either. Well, he said he's bisexual, right? Yeah, it's um, Chad, I don't know. I mean, I take Taylor it for Bennett. his word at that. Ta- Ta- I, if they say that they're I mean, bisexual, then sure. Yeah, isn't okay. I'm I, not trying to be canceled. No, so well, I'm, I'm listen. You can't be canceled because this is an experience that you've lived. But I'm so saying I so, mean, like, like yeah, so like the Frank Ocean, I mean, the Taylor Bennett's, quite as like kept, people like that, a gay artist. Yeah, so like I'm just saying, so, like it's just like yeah, I don't know if that is the. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily think that like people. People like Tyler the Creator or um, Jaden or Taylor 
are using gayness to their benefit. I th- because I still think that they're all young enough to still be trying to figure out who they are as people. Mm. And whether that's bisexual or binary or fluid or however you want to identify. Okay. I think that they're in the realm. I, well, I mean, it doesn't even have to be young at any age. Like, you're always trying to figure out who you are. I yeah. think where it flips over into, um, okay, now you're kind of using this to, like, gain notoriety. I think that's what you kind of have to look out for, or at least what I look out for. So if they start, you know, all of a sudden, Taylor Bennett just starts being hella flamboyant and, you know, sliding down stripper poles like Nas X or whatever, then I would be a little... But for not Lil Nas X, I think it's different because he's been very open about, about who he is, who he is, yeah. and how he struggled, and how mm-hmm. he's, you know, publicly, you know, still becoming comfortable with who he is, and becoming comfortable with who you are means trying new things, means experimenting with new things to figure out what it is you like, what it is you don't, and where exactly you fall on this spectrum. That's it. That's, so that's I mean, I, I you I think you said it really well there and i also feel i'm gonna add to that okay of that exploration could also be a um could also be a chance to role model what black male masculinity looks like as well or redefine it or redefine it yeah which is good yeah which is what we need Absolutely. So I so I support I I support anything Lil Nas X does because I know that this is all part. I didn't support those shoes. Well, yeah. Well, nobody, Nike <laughs> didn't support them shoes either. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, I will support anybody. Excuse me, going through the paces of trying to figure out who they are. So. Okay. Well, let's take a little break. Okay. And then we will come back with our signature segment fizz or flat we'll be right back all right we are back and it is time for hello fizz or flat what what accent was that talk to me about what accent uh, that was. it's a little bit of a mix it's sort of a, a norwegian eastern oh. northern irely scottish british accent okay rose Thank you. I'm really excited about Drag Race being over. <laughs> it, I'm just saying can, that. Can you? It is literally May, basically. Drag Race has been on since January. New Year's Day. Yeah, January first, one season. January, one February, season. March, April. So it's been on for four months. That's crazy. It's a lot. It's crazy. I bet it's not like you had anything else to do. True, I, and I've gotten my life. Most right. weeks. Okay, but most it is time weeks. for most weeks. Okay. Um, but it's time for Fizz or Flat. Let's get into it. Marcus, I know that you are, like, you already have this, you have this highlighted. So let, go ahead, do your thing, um, and give your flowers. When you said do your thing, it reminds me of that jump in, jump out, turn yourself about, do your thing. Have you ever, you've heard that, haven't you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Anyways, all right, so the first thing I wanted to talk about really quickly was Whoopi Goldberg, the icon, the EGOT, the doing it on the daily. Whoopi Goldberg, yes, she was the cover star for Variety's Oscar issue, and number one, she looks great. I love Whoopi Goldberg. I stand Whoopi Goldberg, but she looks great here in these photos. And you can tell that this was a collaboration because, you know, Whoopi has made it known that, you know, there's just certain things she just doesn't feel comfortable. She has a unique and eclectic style. Very so much. It's so nice to see that reflected in this shoot, but also to see that she can do glamour too. <laughs> what y'all thought? You know, the face is beat. The wigs are <laughs> our own point. So Whoopi looks good. Yeah. Um, she looks I, great. I I'm wanted, gagged. Yeah. I, are you looking at him right now? Yeah. Yeah. She looks really good. Uh, Whoopi was on the cover because they're celebrating her 30, 30 year anniversary of her best um, supporting actress win for Ghosts of Mississippi in 1991. 
she played Oda Mae Brown, you know, the famous Molly, you in danger, girl. So wait, wait, wait. No, it's Ghost. Just not Ghost. Ghost of yeah, I'm saying not Ghost. Because Ghost of Mississippi, that. she was somebody, she was yeah. um, Marilee Evers. Yeah, so but Ghost this is was Ghost. just with Patrick Swayze with Patrick and Jimmy Swayze. Moore. Yeah. yeah, and she played um, Oda Mae Brown. Uh, Whoopi was also the first black woman to win an Oscar in 50 years. Obviously, the first being Hattie McDaniel, wow. who won for Gone with the Wind in 1940. After that, in 1991, only three other black men had won the Oscar up until Halle Berry won. And that was um, Sidney Poitier, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington, and can you name the third? Um, Sidney, Denzel... Morgan Freeman. No, keep going. I'm going to say Sidney, Denzel, Danny Glover. Older, keep going. Sidney. Think, think about the people, someone who was the same, because Denzel was the most recent, but think about someone who's probably just as old as Sidney Poitier. Ozzie Davis? No, but keep going. I'll give you one more guess. Hold on. Si- okay, older than Denzel. Yeah. Same age. I think sort of similar or same eras as Sydney. It wasn't Harry Belafonte, was it? No, but very close. It was Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, for the Army movie? I think so. Okay. But Sydney Poitier, Louis Gossett Jr., and Denzel I'm surprised Washington. Morgan Freeman didn't win for uh, Driving Miss Daisy. I mean, people were surprised that Whoopi didn't win for The Color Purple. Yeah. Was she was one. nominated. I think it was like 1986 or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but that was for be, uh, best actress in a lead role. So yeah. But I just wanted to give a huge fizz to Whoopi Goldberg and this cover and the interview that she did with them, just kind of talking about that moment. No, I think she looks great. It's a fizz yeah. for me too. So fizz, fizz, all the way fizz. What you got? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is I was gonna. Um, I wanted to talk about H and M's uh, new campaign. I saw that. I think it was only a day, though, right? For one second suit. Yeah, it is. It's only for a day. You can only get it for a day. For 24 hours. But no, so um, H&M is doing this brand new campaign uh, for uh, men to be able to rent suits for free for 24 hours to help them in their job interviews. Um, So if you don't have a suit and you are out there interviewing, looking for jobs, those types of things, you can book a suit through H&M. And it's their new campaign called One Second Suit. Uh, And so you can go book a suit. You'll return it the very next day. um, And all is taken care of. You don't have to pay for it. Any of those things. It's I think it's a really great thing that H&M is doing. This is kind of like being using your platform to be conscious and kind of help people um, from all walks of life. I don't know if Ru- I'm. I, what I want to do is get RuPaul to uh, rent a suit from H and M. You know, RuPaul has like a real, like a disdain. Yeah, where H and M clothing? What, isn't his suit like Klein Epstein Parker or something yeah. like that? Is the people who makes his suits? But in Drag Race UK, he was like, I don't want to see any H and M, which was just crazy. But this, I think, is a, this it's is a, a nice. Thing. This yeah. is a really nice thing. I Absolutely. feel like that this was. Something that people can use. Now, if you are looking, if you have a job interview, just putting this out there, the free suit, the 24-hour suit rental service will roll out in the U.S. on May 13th. But I think it's going to be a really great program for men and helping them look great and have that confidence to go in and snag the job. So fizz to H&M for doing this. Fizz for me too. You'd be surprised at how many people don't have suits. So I just don't want to see fizz. any suits at the club. Like please do not <laughs> bring this suit in at the club and you you rock an Remember, H&M you suit. you got to return it. You have to return it. You have to return please it. Please do not return it with vodka soda spilled and <laughs> smelling like weeds yeah. and all of that stuff. Please do not do any of that. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, so, I wanted to give another huge shout out to another amazing black woman by the name of Stacey Abrams. Yes. Um, she was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Come Did you on. know that? Come on. 
So I'm going to read this. This is from Reuters.com, and it says, U.S. voting rights activist and Democratic Party politician Stacey Abrams has been nominated for this year's Nobel Peace Prize for her work to promote nonviolent change via the ballot box, a Norwegian lawmaker said on Monday. Abrams, who whose work was credited with boosting voter turnout last year, Helping Joe Biden win the U.S. presidency joins a long list of nominees, including both former President Donald Trump and his son-in-law, former White House advisor Jared Kushner. That's crazy. I know. Other candidates include Russian dissident Alexei Navalny. He's the one that went on the hunger strike. Who was one of? He was a politician stuck in a Russian jail, and he went on a hunger strike. Excuse me. Okay. The World, the World Health Organization and climate campaigner Greta Thunberg is also nominated um, yeah. for a Nobel Peace Prize. Now, it also says at the bottom here that the Norwegian Nobel Committee, which decides who wins the award, does not comment on nominations, but nominators can choose to reveal their picks. And then lastly, uh, a quick note. The former prominent presidents who have also been nominated for Nobel Peace Prizes include Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, Jimmy Carter, Barack Obama, and former Vice President Al Gore. The 2021 laureate will be announced in October of this year. So shout out to Stacey Abrams. I think when Stacey lost that governorship, it spurred, clearly there was something bigger I, I definitely that she was agree. supposed to be doing. It yeah. spurred something in her. And that lets you know that it's, you know, while there might be one uh, loss or very public loss, that there's going to be another door. Huger yeah. wins. Massive wins. Huger. Huger's not a word. That's why I said massive. <laughs> okay. I just want to point that out. Bigger wins. Okay. Anyways, huge fizz for me. Fizz for me as Stacey. well. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get this. Okay, what else you got? Okay, I need everyone to block off July 26th through the 30th, okay, and tune into Jeopardy because... Okay, I definitely got a story. Mr. LeVar Burton will be guest hosting this week from July 26th through the 30th. He's actually the last host of this season. Yeah, which is really exciting. Yes, we is. said this a while back. We were like, he would be great. He would be amazing. But Jeopardy just recently released the all of the guest hosts that will be here um, throughout the rest of the season that will be filling in for Alex Trebek, who recently passed away. Um, I'm personally excited. LeVar is excited. He says he's... A oh, uh, quote from LeVar says, I'm overjoyed excited and eager to be guest hosting jeopardy um and think he thinks all of the fans and supporters who helped make this possible uh because there was definitely a social media campaign to get this man on the show um i'm really excited to see what he does with it a couple of the other guest hosts that will be included um in this last season will be robin roberts which i'm excited to see i think she would be good Mm -hmm. um george stephanopoulos uh, David Faber, who I don't know, and then sportscaster Joe Buck. He's the one guest hosting right now. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Um, but I need everyone to tune in from July 26th through the 30th. We need these ratings to go through the roof. Shout out to you, LeVar. Yes. So funny story. I'm, I, I need to go back and find the tweet. I think I am the one who started off the... LeVar Burton campaign for Jeopardy. So this was you that did no, this? I, no, I'm being so serious. Okay. Because I'm so, so serious. I think you I have think. to go back. I have to go back. I need to go back and see for sure, for sure. But I think I was the first person who suggested LeVar Burton be the new host after well, Alex Trebek died. Let's get this popping. To then, be yeah. the new host of Jeopardy. Let, let that be your claim to fame. So I, I need to go back and just because I, I did a search after I tweeted it. Because I think I tweeted it, and then it got picked up, and other people, and so then I quote tweeted, and I was like, "I was first. I said this first. Let this be. Let this note. So let me go back and find the tweet. 
Um, and I'll talk about it on Girl, next week's show. All right. But I think I was the first LeBar person to LeBar should be thanking off. you. No, I don't need to thank you. I just know that I'm good at casting talent. I know. Oh, are you? I know a casting. The casting couch. Oh, okay. I'm not good casting at couch. Casting. <laughs> Jeez, I'm good, good at casting talent and like for different things. So I just want to say that. Thank you very much. I'm we, excited. We I it. think LeVar Burton should be the permanent host. Well, we will see. We'll see how well he does. I'm excited for him. So, so good. Fizz for me. Fizz for me as well. Uh, what else you got? Um, or is it my turn? It is your turn. Oh, okay, okay. So this is a longer fizz or flat too. Shout out. Uh, so I just want to say, I'm just going to do some quick casting news and a quick casting blitz because there's a lot of things going on in the Marvel MCU universe. And I know a lot of you like to hear about that stuff just as much as I do. So first off, I want to say that Olivia Coleman and Amelia Clark have reportedly joined this secret invasion storyline that's coming up with Marvel. Um, if you don't know, it's going to star uh, Nick Fury and Talos, who's a scroll, uh, mm. played by Ben Mendelsohn. And then, of course, Nick Fury is played by Samuel L. Jackson. And so this would be pretty amazing because we all know the kind of work Amelia Clark does from yeah. Game of Thrones. So she obviously will be epic in this. But Olivia Coleman is a sleeper. If you've not watched The Crown. I really do like Olivia Coleman. She's really like her. She's 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 strong the crown made me like her she's a very strong actress and so i definitely think that she's going to bring some extra oomph to this uh tv this i think it's the secret invasion is going to be a disney plus series uh but i think it's going to put some some big stuff in there too a la the the likes of wandavision the other thing i want to say is that shang chi the first movie trailer got released this past week with simu lu um as the lead he's the first asian Yes. male lead in a Marvel MCU movie. Come and on. It looks great. I'm going to be watching it. I'm super excited for this and like the implications that this also has on the universe. Um, and lastly, this is out of Marvel, but Hilary Duff got cast as the lead in the sequel to How I Met Your Mother, how which is going to be How that? I Met Your Father. I, so I'm going to be honest. I never watched How I Met Your Mother. I've okay. only seen like clips. I know Colby Smulders, who's in the Marvel Universe, came from there. And then Neil Patrick Harris was on the show. But I never watched it. Um, I guess this is good. I, I don't know. I mean, good for her. It'll be on Hulu. So it's not going to be on CBS like How I Met Your Mother yeah. was. But yeah, Hillary Duff is going to be the lead in that. And it's going to be How I Met Your Father. Okay, honey. So... That's just your casting blitz. It's a fizz for me for Definitely, all of those things. I'm really excited to see Shang-Chi. I think that that's going to be um, a really nice addition to the Marvel Universe. And Absolutely. Just, just representation on all levels. Yes. So really excited to see that. Cool. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, what is your takeaway from this episode? I think... <laughs> my takeaway from this episode I think has to do a little bit more so with the um with the I, I go back to the Florida Cup <laughs> like what the H I go back to the Wu Chow the segment uh, especially mine's this week of just kind of like the 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 delusion that you can get yourself into. The audacity. And the audacity. <laughs> That's um, when the I think audacity. about the Florida couple, when I think about Caitlyn Jenner running for governor, I'm like, the audacity... The cheek, the gumption, the nerve, and the gall. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. And so it's just always interesting to see how people create their own, their own realities. Literally. Yeah. Uh, mine is just kind of couples with, uh, our spill segment and our Oscar segment. I think that there are a lot of historic firsts that are still happening. It's 2021 and it's unimaginable to think that like there's still, well, it's not unimaginable. I mean, because what slavery was only a hop, skip and a jump ago. So, I mean, it's just so many firsts from like the first Asian actors to the first, black actors in a category to the first gay artist hitting number one on billboard you know i mean all of these historic firsts i think kind of give me hope for the future that you know diversity and actual equality and 
everyone being able to get a shot at what they think that their American dream is, I think is what it's all about. And That's so what that it is. really stands with me. Yeah. Well, this wraps up another episode of Cold Pop. Please follow us on all our socials. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Cold Pop Show. Find us on Facebook at Cold Pop uh, Podcast. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Trent Rashad as well as Twitter. And don't forget to head over to our YouTube channel at Cold Pop Show to check out some of our video content. And you can follow me on all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. If you have any comments and or uh, commentary on topics that we've covered, feel free to shoot us an email, coldpopshow at gmail.com. Got a lot of good notes on our debut episode. Uh, oh, yeah, good. Let's keep it moving. Thanks a lot, pop stars. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye.